Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On today's episode, we're going to discuss what it necessarily is culture. Culture is something that you're always hearing about. Uh, I tried to dive into that during COVID on this podcast, talking to people about culture. And people just continue to talk about culture and necessarily what that is. And we're not going to necessarily talk about culture from a political standpoint or you know anything in the quote-unquote real world. We're going to talk about sports culture. What exactly is sports culture? What does that mean? You know, do, do coaches have different cultures? Are we all after the same thing? You know, what is your culture? Think about what that means. Um, how are we all different from coaches? Just just different thoughts about culture. So on today's episode, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, you know, the definition of, if you just put culture in and you look up the definition, there's two definitions you see here. It's the art of manifesting a human intellectual achievement regarding collectivity, well, that's, that's too much for me. That's too many big words. The customs, the art, social institution, achievements of particular nation, people, and other social groups. That's what the real world definition is. If you look at culture of sports, there's a definition. A culture is the expression of a team's values, attitudes, and beliefs about sports and competition. That's a definition that we look at in sports. It determines whether, for example, the team's focus is on fun, mastery, or winning, or whether it promotes individual accomplishments or team success. 
That is what sports definition of culture is. And coaches, we always, you hear us talk about culture all the time. You turn on ESPN and they're talking about college sports teams. They're talking about everything else. It's a culture. What 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 does it mean to have a culture? We talked before about you know what does define success. Well, what defines culture? And I heard this just the other day. What is culture? And I heard it's well, it's the standard. Well, then you have to define what the standard is. And why do coaches always say? Why is it always when a coach gets fired? It's well, the culture is bad, or they they the this happened and the culture is, is super bad. All of us coaches are after the same thing. So think about that definition and think about what you think culture is when it comes to sports. But you can also think of a culture in your job, in your workplace. Believe it or not, if you work for a big company, there is a culture that is set. And the culture is set from the top down. The top, the CEO, has to infuse culture and what they believe into that workplace. So whatever it is, Right or wrong, there's going to be a culture. We're going to try to stick to sports, but if, if you've stumbled upon this and you want to think about culture, think about your own workplace. If you don't work in education, you don't work in sports, you work in sales, you work in insurance, you work wherever it is, think about the culture that is set from your manager, supervisor, CEO, the owner. What is the culture? So think about your own sports team, whether you're a head coach, an assistant coach. What's the culture? Well, the culture is the standard. You hear Nick Saban talk about it all the time. You hear other people talk about it all the time. Well, what's the standard? So let's repeat that last definition. A culture is the expression of a team's values, attitudes, and beliefs about sports and competition. It determines, for example, that the team's focus is on fun, mastery, or winning, or whether it promotes individual accomplishments. Well, as coaches, we all come in, and we all want all of those things in our culture. We want fun. We want to be great at what we do, the mastery part. It goes back to what you hear Mike Leach used to say. Be a team. Be the most excited to play. Be the best at doing your job. Is it on winning? Well, all of us coaches want to win. That's part of the culture. Or does it promote individual success and team success? Well, what do you define individual success as? Is your culture about them passing high school? Is your culture about them getting A's? Is it about being good people? All of us coaches say those things. So you would think every single coach that goes into an interview, whether it's for a head coaching position, an assistant coaching position, what's your thought process? We all say those things. But what's the action? Is that actually your culture? So think about the definition of culture. And let's talk about the obvious one, winning. Every coach ever wants to win. They want to win. That's why we're that's why we coach. We coach because part of the reason, not all the reason. We want to win. We're competitive. We probably played that sport. We probably played a sport. And we're competitive. And some of us more competitive than others. I'm super competitive. I can play a board game. And I don't want to lose. Play a video game. I get mad if I lose. Now some I get over more quickly than others. But that's how competitive I am. So when I go coach, I want to win. I'm out there wanting to win. Some co- That is part of every coach's culture. But here's the difference between some coaches and other coaches. Some coaches come in and their mindset is, I'm going to win at all costs. And that's the culture. The culture is win at all costs. Some programs are built that way because they're historically winners. 
the Friday Night Lights stuff, their culture is winning. And they do not care how you win as long as you win. That's that's the process. That's the, what the mindset is. To me, if that's all your culture is, you're going to miss out on the best parts. But some schools are built that way where it is just winning. Some culture is, well, as long as they're having fun, I don't care about wins and losses. I don't care about anything else as long as they're having fun. And there's some schools, that's the culture where they come in. As long as you do just okay, you don't rock the boat too much. We get kids to play. They're having fun. That's part of their culture. But does that always translate to winning? That's the argument being made when you want to look at fun. There are some that says we're going to beat you into the ground as the culture so you can beat the other team to the ground. That's the culture. But as time has gone on, we've realized you can't beat kids into the ground. Their bodies cannot handle it. They mentally cannot handle it. And the culture is, well, we all handle it as people. Well, think about our bodies now. I don't know about you. My body has broken down from knees to ankles to back. It has broken down. So is that necessarily the right move? I'm not mad about it. During the time, that was the standard. That was what was asked of most sports teams. But now, that's not necessarily what we need. Is the culture more about making them good people and getting them to pass high school? I coached at a school where we had to have study tables beforehand because it was the quote-unquote ghetto school, and we had guys living out of cars. We had guys living in hotel rooms. We had guys that we didn't know if they were going to be able to eat after practice. We'd have team meals on Thursdays. Some coaches we wouldn't eat sometimes to make sure they had the food. If there was leftover and we knew certain kids' situation, we made sure they took it home. Some would take it home just to give to their grandma or whoever because they didn't know if they were going to eat. So part of that culture that he was building was they're going to be great people. They're going to be great human beings. We're going to get them out of high school. We're going to get them, whether it's to college or a job, and put them into that best situation. That was one of the biggest vocal points. And that coach calls every individual on that team, sir, gentlemen, I'm going to build you into young men. That's how he addresses them. And I never heard that really before. And that's part of culture. That's part of the standard. So think about your school. And if you're a coach, what's the culture? And sometimes the coach has no control. If a school has a certain culture, it will feed into the football program, the basketball program, the baseball program culture. But again, we all hear about culture. Everything I just said, well, shouldn't every coach come in and say they want their guys to be good people, they want them to get good grades, so they're going to do the study tables, they're going to make sure they have food. Uh, They're supposed to have fun because it's a sport, so part of the culture is to have fun. Uh, Part of the culture is to make sure that them as a person are becoming good people. But also the team success, they, they want them to win. So should that all be divided into the same culture at once? You would be right. You would be right. But one thing you have to think about, and this is the way my brain works, is for my culture, if you and it gets blown out of proportion. The term culture gets blown out of proportion because there are some coaches out there that use it bad. Like I said, all they focus on is them getting their wins. 
They talk about their wins and losses. They talk about their state titles, their whatever. They talk about their accolades. There are bad cultures. You've seen them in college. You know, they allow certain things to slide by because part of culture is setting the standard, but there's also consequences. There's consequences in life. There's trade-offs in life. So you could talk about it as a sacrifice, a consequence, or a trade-off. I can go to this party underage and do these things. The trade-off is I'm sacrificing my body's health to do this. The consequence could be if I get caught. So part of the team culture is consequences and holding them to the standard. So you've seen where college or high schools even, but mainly college, where reports will come out of a kid or group of kids on a team doing something they shouldn't be doing legally and it gets hidden. It gets hidden by administration. It gets hidden by the coach. You might have an all-star player that does something that breaks the rules or breaks the standards of the culture of the team that you have set forth to them, but you don't hold them to the same. You held them to a higher standard, but because of your star player, well, we can let this slide by because they're worried about the wins. They're worried about the wins. A coach I worked for told me that a couple years ago, before he's got the team rolling. He's got the culture going. He's got what he needs going. They're starting to win a lot. While he was trying to build that up, they were in a situation where if they would have won this game, they probably would have made the playoffs, just squeaked in. The standard was you were on time. You didn't miss the bus. You didn't do these things. Star quarterback misses the bus, gets driven to the game, and he goes, you're not playing. And they lost the game. And he said, because I hold all these players to this standard, I don't care if they're the best player on the team, did I sacrifice possible win and get into the playoffs for the school the first time since 1999? Absolutely I did. But I am not going to let that slide. That could have been the third string player, and he said, no matter what, you you are not even padding up. That's a culture. And coaches will sacrifice that because they want to win. And that's why this definition is, do they promote that? Are they focused on winning? And back to my deal. I think it all entwines with each other. But I think it also depends if you're looking at a high school level where you're at. I mentioned how at school before. The main focus of that is getting their good grades, being good people, getting away from the rough home life and try to get them to a better home life. That's the main focus of the culture. Are you still going to coach them hard on the field? Absolutely you are. Are you still going to hold them to that type of standard no matter what happens? Absolutely. Do you still want to win? Absolutely. But you're not sacrificing integrity and being a good person over the winning. Because the thing is, coaches, and talk about culture and these reporters and other people, what you have to realize is people remember who you are more than that win probably. Unless you're big time. They're always going to talk about Nick Saban's wins. They're always going to talk about this. But coming from a high school, personally, did that kid, is he a good person? Yeah. The world is about people. We need to have conversations with each other. We need to help each other out. We need to grow. We need to become better. Society is so weird. And it's so torn right now. 
So the culture is if you could do all those things, then get the kids to believe you, to buy into what that is, it turns into wins. So the wins is still part of your culture. But you hear Nick Saban talk about a process. That's what the process is. You have the standards. You have these things set. Now, obviously, they can change each and every year your type of goals, the type of process, what type of kids you have. That stuff tweaks. But when you look at the concrete part of the culture and what you're setting forth in a program, in your job as a CEO, as a manager, a supervisor, is it to get the wins? Is it to make the most money? Because people won't sacrifice money. Maybe in the long run, they'll make more money. I believe that if you come in and say, I want, we're going to be good people as coaches and players. We're going to have the standard of, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, sit in the front row. We're going to have the standard of not goofing off in the lunchrooms. We're not going to be late to class. We're going to work on getting the best grades we can. We are going to work hard in the weight room. We're going to work hard on the field. Uh, We're still going to have fun. We're going to have competitions. We're going to have travel and go do fun things. We're going to focus on each individual person. Are we being good people? That will translate into wins because they're getting bought in. That's all the culture. That's what I believe happens. You do all those things first. It leads to the wins. The wins should not be the very first thing. And people are going to say, what are you talking about? The wins are the most important thing. It all is a part of the process, and that's what will equal the wins. That's what it will come down to is equaling to those wins. That is what sports culture is. So think about your job if you're a manager, CEO. You, we always say coaches are CEOs. If you actually are a CEO, that's what you're doing. That is what you're doing for your entire organization and your job. What's the culture? Well, obviously you want to win. You want to make money. But are you going to sacrifice trying to have good people as well? You got to make them good people. You got to make them better salesmen. If they're not getting there, how can you help them? How can you get them there? Are you willing to sacrifice more time to make sure that that happens? All those things go into the culture, and that's what sets the standard. We blow culture out of proportion sometimes, or it gets over-talked about when it talks to sports. Because coaches, we all have the same ones, but different ones have different rankings. They focus more on this, and it depends on where you are. It depends on where you are. And are you about to sacrifice your integrity because you're in that situation? People might because they're worried about their job. If they don't win and they don't do this, they're going to get fired, which comes down to, well, that's the, the, the culture that has been built, which I think is wrong. Just because you don't win a state title the one year doesn't mean they get fired. Are they doing all those other things which will eventually turn to win? Especially in high school when you get what you get. You don't recruit. Are you willing to work with that coach? Now, if it's over a long period of time and nothing's happening, absolutely. But look at the culture. Look at the standards and think about what you're doing and where that all uh, sits. Um, that will do it for this episode. So a lot was said there. Maybe some things to think about. Um Thank you guys for watching and or listening. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow on Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72 and then Coach Steve72 on Instagram. Um, you know, leave a review on Apple and iTunes. Leave a comment in the comment section down below as well. So thank you guys again for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.
Mm-hmm.